Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabir. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, NFL, (laughs) Beach, F1, football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank you. Ciao. Hey guys, welcome back to the Third World Perspective. My name is Pablo and I'm back with another episode. Um, I'm here with Hassan Nafa from South Africa, from Cape Town. We have another guest on the football show. We're here to speak, about, to speak about some football. Obviously, um, the season is still like picking up and we have a bunch of interesting segments for you guys. But Hassan Nafa is here. Hassan, how are you? I'm okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, Hassan, Hassan is, a, is a big Man United fan and obviously I'm a big Man United fan as well and a bunch of a bunch of news actually came out on Friday uh, Mason Greenwood has actually been arrested once again I think this is his second time um, getting arrested he was arrested first on January 30th um, apparently sexually assaulted his, his ex-girlfriend I think her name is Harriet Robson I wrote about it on on the on Dine Sports on the Dine Sports website. You guys can go and check it out at dinespressbox.com. Um, basically, Hassan, your first reaction on this? Obviously, the big news came out in January, and it seemed like Greenwood was set to be free, set to be a free man, and now he's back. He's back in jail. What what do you make of this entire situation? Uh, it's obviously very disappointing what he has done. Uh, I don't think he should ever play for Man United um, because, look, he's been found completely guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's just such a waste of a career because he was so young and, you know, he made a really great start uh, under the um, uh, under our previous manager. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, n- not... Uh, well, he didn't do that much under Ralph, uh, and we, yeah, we obviously haven't seen him now. But yeah, it's very disappointed how we just threw away his whole career. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like to mention, like the, how young he is, like to just reiterate it, he was twenty years, twenty years old when he was arrested. Obviously, he just turned twenty-one earlier this month. I think his birthday is something like October first. So it's it's greatly disappointing. Like someone at twenty years old, and you, and he he already has like twenty-two goals for Man United. It's just insane. And he was on course to break a bunch of records. We all know how good of a goal scorer he is, how good of a player he is. But um, this this is not the first time Greenwood has actually been been caught in a scandal. You obviously will remember during um, before before the Euros back in 2020 during the pandemic, England were actually playing Iceland in Reykjavik, in obviously the capital in Iceland, and and obviously Greenwood and Foden tried to sneak in some women into the team hotel, and obviously he was he was caught in media for that, and obviously you just said. Um, who you, you basically would not want him to see, would not want to see him play for Man United ever again. Do you think? Do you think if maybe this case goes away, maybe he doesn't play for Man United? I think I think there's a pretty high chance that he doesn't. But do you think if this case goes away, there's a club out there that maybe maybe would take that risk of signing him? Uh, well, look, if he if they 
I don't know if he can appeal it and I don't know, be suddenly found innocent and maybe some other club would take him. But if he's completely guilty, then his career is basically done. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 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 tough. And like how talented he is, and obviously, like you said, um, he, he played, he didn't play okay, um, basically under Ralph because that's basically when the the problem started with this entire case. Ralph only had like half a half a season, but obviously with Ten Hag now and the team, like everyone can contribute in goals. Green would have would have been a would have been a massive player for this team right now. And just to think about it, obviously the England team as well. You we know the World Cup is coming up in a month, and with with the way his career was progressing, you would have you would have bet your money that maybe would have been in that England squad to go to the World Cup. Uh, yes, yeah, he's uh, he's thrown away so much. It's <laughs> what a waste. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and obviously like. It's 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 insane, and obviously you're a big Man United fan. Um, your 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 handle is actually Sir Alex Fug Hassan, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. I like the I like the fan, which is funny. Um, Man United played yesterday at Old Trafford. Um, they they played Newcastle. Obviously, do the game nil nil, and. Obviously, we, we, like, we, like when we were planning to do this to do this podcast, um, we obviously the game was going on. What did you think of the game? Uh, it was a bit frustrating uh, because there was the the two penalties denied for Ronaldo and Sancho, so we could mm-hmm. have won the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, it, the performance was a bit poor. Also, because I mean they only had like two shots on target. They had so much possession that was wasted. I think mm-hmm. we should have won the game, but they were unlucky with the referees. Mm. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, obviously, Ten Hag as well was also like angry with with with, the, with, with some of the refereeing. But um, Rashford had a had a great chance, like at the dead end of the game, with that with that free header that that he had. Obviously, he rose really well. Um, a, a nice cross, like straight at him, nice height. And he just basically had to put it in the back of the net, and obviously he, he didn't have anyone like basically on his neck, and he missed it. Obviously, that that, that for me that was that was that was depressing. Mm. I saw a, a tweet today that said that the ball was out of play for almost like forty six minutes in this game, and there was a lot of time wasting. And yeah, it was a very poor performance by the referee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, given the circumstances, you know, maybe the draw isn't that bad. I mean, if it was another day without all these interferences, they'd probably have won it easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that obviously, yeah, obviously, they, they, they maybe they, they could they could have won it, and obviously, Man United. No one can say they're not improving. Like the team is getting better. Obviously, the signings that have that have come in. Obviously, Martinez is in the team. The team straight away. Anthony obviously scored in the first three Premier League games that he played in, and obviously didn't score yesterday. But like, is 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 slotted in really well. You would not tell that is a new signing. Obviously, it's a system that he is familiar with from Ajax. They have that um, that chemistry between him and Ten Hag. But obviously. Everyone can tell that the team is is actually progressing, and that draw, obviously the first draw for Man United this season, um, leaves them fifth on the table, three points behind Chelsea. Obviously Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea won won yesterday. Um, 
this is a topic that will go on throughout the entire season and hopefully Man United fans will hope that Man United actually can finish in the top 4 but are you among are you among those Man United fans that hope they we actually that know that think we will finish in the top 4 because that has to be a realistic goal this year um before the season started i didn't predict mm-hmm. us to finish in the top 4 because uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's the new manager's first season. They need time to adapt. And I was, uh, I assumed that Liverpool would be, you know, as strong as they were from last season. But now, since mm-hmm. they started so poorly, and Chelsea sacked their manager, um, mm-hmm. they've and they've got a new one. They need to adapt to. There is a much better chance of finishing in the top four. So I think they don't have much of an excuse not to. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And I, I was talking with, I had Alan Montoni on the podcast last week. Um, he's, he's, he's one of the pundits on the, on the Third World Perspective, a regular. And obviously, I was speaking about my, um, Ten Hag actually getting over the hump and winning some trophies. Obviously, the big thing with Oli, Oli actually, his, he, his period in Man United was not actually that bad. Obviously, we had that season where the team finished second. And we thought they would actually challenge for the title the last the, the following season, and that's why that's why everything went left, and that's why he's not at the club. But do you think it's important for Ten Hag to actually set that precedent and start winning trophies immediately, so that maybe that pressure doesn't amount to maybe when things actually don't go so well, especially with United playing in the Europa League this year, and obviously the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup are there for the taking, but especially with the, with the Europa League. Um, well, you can't expect him to win the league now, but uh, it can be mm-hmm. good if you can win the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup or maybe, you know, the Europa. That is possible. It's the smaller cups. Maybe just one of them. That would be yeah. good to take yeah. off the pressure also. Since, yeah, since and you can't win the league or the, the, the Champions League at this point, you know. Yeah, 100%. A lot needs to happen for this team to be able to challenge for the Premier League and the Champions League as well. Although I was I was actually I was bantering some people on on, on social media last year that we were, we were actually going to win the Champions League obviously after we qualified for the round of 16 and that dream collapsed like way too early. But um we move on and hopefully Man United actually start um start kicking on. Obviously Newcastle was a disappointment. That's a game that the team should have definitely finished off. Um, for me, I think obviously the refereeing was was a problem, and everyone can point to the referees. But obviously, the team also had in um, a, a ton of chances to finish the game off, and that didn't happen. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that changes going going into the season. And I'm hoping by the time the the World Cup starts coming around, I'm hoping that they have so, uh, the team would have solidified that top four spot because obviously Arsenal are playing, but. There's, 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 it's it's really it's really easy for them to actually like take a, take off like like go beyond like remember Man United finished like 19 points behind Man City in that season where they finished second which yeah. which is just yeah it, hopefully hopefully they reduce that gap and like they don't allow these teams to actually go as far as like maybe 30 20 something points clear um yes uh so I think the fourth spot uh, would be between United, Chelsea, and Liverpool. I think they all stand mm-hmm. an equal chance of getting it, and I mm-hmm. think the the first three teams will definitely make it: City, uh, Arsenal, and Spurs. I think they'll they'll get top four. It's just the fourth yeah. spot uh, could be anyone's. 
Yeah, you, yeah, you think you think Tottenham will for sure 100% get top 4. Yeah, I I I think they can. They've had a really good start to the season and Kane has been in really good form, uh, averaging mm-hmm. a goal a game, so I think they can do it. Yeah, yeah, obviously Kane right now is is the second obviously top scorer in the in the in the league right now with nine goals. Um obviously just behind behind Erling Haaland who has been insane over the the past the first 10 weeks of the of the of the, of the season. <laughs> it, like it's it's crazy to think that he has 15 goals. Uh, obviously 15 in 9 he didn't score yesterday but 15 in 9 is 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 incredible. Is is just just something else. But with Tottenham as well, obviously the two North London teams are great right now, and this actually just makes the league that much more interesting. And yeah. if oh, yeah, obviously they have a good manager as well. If they if if they actually um, go on this trend that they are going on, obviously playing really well and winning games, there's there's a high chance that they actually get that top three that that that's that top three spot. Uh yeah. But uh, no one's really taking notice of Kane's form because Ireland's been outshining him. But still, what Kane has done, like what's it roughly, nine goals in ten games or something? That that's still excellent in any other season. If he can keep that up, he'll score at least maybe twenty-five this season. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah, at least twenty-five. And obviously, he has those two golden boots to go along uh, with uh, the glorious career that he's had, and. People are saying that he might get that Alan Shearer 260 Premier League goal um, targets basically scrubbed off. And if he scores 25, he'll be well on his way. I think the, the projection is like he's on, he's on pace to get 34 goals, which is, in, which is crazy. Because recently, I think Salah had 32 um, for that season that he broke. I think two seasons ago that he had the most goals um, in Premier League. In Premier League history, so if Ken gets somewhere close to that, I think that will be a good season for him. If um, Haaland stays fit, I think he could score 40 Premier League goals and break the record. <laughs> if he stays yeah, fit, yeah. Yeah, that uh, that will be insane. And obviously, there's an added advantage of he'll not play in the World Cup. So there's also the, like he'll be fit when 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 the season's actually the season actually comes back rolling comes rolling back around. Yeah, he'll have a whole month to recover and charge himself up. So that will be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, disappointing Sunday for fantasy managers. Aling Haaland only gave us four points for us that captained him. Uh, Man City actually had a goal ruled out. Phil Foden yesterday. Um, Liverpool ended up winning 1-0. Uh, Mo Salah with the goal. What did you think of the game, the Man City-Liverpool game at Anfield? Um, well, I don't think most people were expecting Liverpool to turn up like they did since they've been in, you know, very bad form this season. But they really looked like title contenders again. You know, they mm-hmm. fought Man City. It was just, uh, you know, it was um, it was just end to end. Both had an equal chance of winning. They looked like, you know, the old Liverpool under Klopp. You know, the title contenders. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was a deserved win. Uh, but then uh, you heard what Pep said about like the, the refereeing calls. Um, he says this is Anfield. You know the referees feel under pressure. You know to rule things mm-hmm. out and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think it's a deserved win um, for them. Yeah, uh, yeah. They managed to survive yeah. Man City and stop Ireland. Surprisingly. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was a very exciting game. Uh, massive quality between the two. They did look like, well, you'd think it was the two best teams in the league. You know, That's the surprising performance from Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think I, th- I also think the, the like good teams um, obviously get the best out of good teams, and Liverpool obviously they've struggled against against teams um, in the league so far. That's why they are eighth on the table. But like also like you said, Anfield is Anfield is just a crazy place to go to, and obviously like with that Arsenal documentary, we saw Mikel Arteta actually training that with the you never walk alone anthem playing in the in the in the in the training ground, just like to get them in the correct physical like the correct mental space for for going to play at Anfield but obviously that the entire atmosphere for Anfield is it's just different and obviously Klopp would Klopp will be happy with the three points but he'll also be happy with the fact that um, he actually beat Man City um, at home but a, a team that would that would, would um, that was happier with the win was Arsenal um, they're now sitting I think four points clear on top of the table let me just see how. Yeah, they're sitting four points clear on top of the table. Obviously, they just have that one loss that they lost against Man United. Um, are Arsenal actually legit title contenders? Because like no one is actually thinking they, they are, no one thinks they are they can they can win the league. No one realistically thinks, except Arsenal fans, but no one actually thinks they are actually going to win this. Um. Well, they've made a really good start to the season, but uh, they. There's still some tough away fixtures coming up, which then we'll see. And they've only played 10 games, so I think you can judge after maybe maybe 18 games whether they can actually go all the way. But uh, for now, I'd still bet on City to, you know, win it. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, they were they were they were slated to play to play Man City. Um, two days from now, I think two days from now is, is Wednesday. I think they were slated to play Man City on Wednesday, and that was postponed. Um, the next the next few games, they have Southampton at home, and then they have Nottingham away, and then they have Chelsea at home, Wolves at home, and then West Ham away. Obviously, tough games. The West Ham game is is a tough one. Um, I'm expecting them to beat Wolves at home. They have Chelsea at home, which is always tough. Um, yeah. Another London derby. Nottingham Forest, maybe they win that one, uh, but obviously Arsenal, Southampton, maybe they they are the favourites on that one as well. But for me, my my big thing with Arsenal is the the problem with th- this is a very peculiar season. We've never seen a season like this one where we have a winter a winter World Cup where the league will take a break for for for, for some few weeks for a tournament and players will actually go. Obviously. We're expecting a lot of Arsenal players to actually go away on international to represent to represent the international teams. Players like Saliba, Saka, players like Thomas Partey, like a bunch of Arsenal players will actually go and play in the World Cup. And obviously, coming back to the league, we have to find your form once again, and hopefully, you have, you have to you find your form with all your players healthy and fit. Obviously, there's, there's chances that you can you can get injured during the tournament, but I think the the fact that they're actually hot now, maybe maybe they have a deep in form and they get colder like during the after after the World Cup and like when during the the cold of the of winter. Um, yeah, after the World Cup, uh, I'm sure many players or some would be injured at uh, mm-hmm. certain clubs. And the best to survive that is City because of their depth. So if Arsenal does have injuries, 
uh, yeah, would definitely affect their title charge. But the only team that can really cope with that is City because of their depth. Everyone else yeah. would uh, would take an impact. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I think you're right on that. Obviously, City the the depth is incredible, and some 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 of the, some of their best players. Obviously, they they are, they actually heal really quick. Obviously, Kyle Walker just had that groin injury that um, is expected to be out for maybe six weeks. We don't know if he'll play in the, in the World Cup. He's questionable to, to actually. I think he'll be called up, but we don't know if he'll be healthy enough to actually make the final squad and travel to Qatar and obviously like you said City the depth there is just incredible and regardless of how many players they miss obviously Pep just always manages to pull the rabbit out of the hat and his, his team always like gets firing especially in the league mm. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I, yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree with you on that. And hopefully, hopefully for for Arsenal fans, like as a United fan, I don't like seeing Arsenal win. But hopefully for them, um, this actually goes on for a long period of time, and they actually enjoy it. Although my my initial thought is, I think they'll falter at some point. That's that's my expectation. I expect them to falter at some point. And obviously, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I think City are just too good to not win it. Yeah. But I do think Arsenal will definitely finish in the top four this season. I don't think yeah, they'll lose that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think. I think. I also think that they've, they've come along. I think. Like, I think only the Leeds game last night was 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 the only game that they played terribly in. I think that that was the only game that their performance was abysmal. But every other game this season so far, they've been playing lights out and they played really well. Obviously, they were impressive against Liverpool as well. I think. I think they just they they have come a long way. They're just a, good, a better team now than they've been in the past few years. Yeah. Yeah, but. They- they, they basically trusted the process under Arteta. They're seeing the benefits yeah. now, finally. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, United do the same with with Eric Ten Hag, and hopefully Chelsea also do the same with um, with Graham Porter. Um, let me let's let's quickly talk about the Friday game. Um, Brentford, um, Ivan Tony was actually was racially abused um, after the game, man, uh, which is in. Two goals. He's, he's he's playing really well this season. Obviously, I think I think Thomas Frank has actually found a way to unlock him. It's he's playing incredibly well. I think he's the third most top scorer in the league with eight goals. Obviously, behind Erling Haaland and Harry Kane, he has he has more goals than basically any United player, any Arsenal player. Like he's is is playing really well. Ivan Tony got racially abused. Um, this is not the first time that we are talking about um, race, racism on the third world perspective. This is not the first time that we're talking about racism in football overall. Basically, do you have any reaction to this? So is, it, is, it, is it so frustrating that basically things never change? Like season in, season out, they always have, always have a case of a player being racially abused. Yeah, this, this happens every season multiple times. I, I don't think it's ever going to stop because racism is a massive problem in the UK. Um, mm-hmm. And the best way to stop it would be, uh, you know, all the negative comments. Well, they have to take action against these people and they have to face um, legal consequences, you know, fines or being arrested. That's the only way it will stop. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's difficult to implement. But yeah, um, Racist people are always going to exist, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, the yeah. best way, there must be consequences 
for these actions. They, uh, their social media accounts need to be suspended, and yeah, they need to face some sort of prosecution. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and obviously, I, I just saw a news a news bulletin like just came out in the past like maybe an hour. I think um, Meta obviously used to be Facebook, the company that now owns Instagram and and Twitter. I think I think Tony was was racially abused on Instagram. I think they, they released a statement saying that they cannot actually penalize or prosecute or like maybe they cannot discipline the guys that actually racially abused Ivan Tony because the 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 case the the the, the, the abuse was not reported via their they have they have a program that they usually report racism on but they they can't do that because the, that that uh, that the raci- the racial abuse was not reported which is like it's it's mind boggling because if if you're thinking if this was actually an an issue that affected them or like affected basically their income or something they they would have found a way to actually get around it and fix it and because it's something like racism and obviously they have they have a program and the program cannot be has is has not been followed so it cannot be they cannot solve it which is is just it's just mind boggling for me it's it's just yeah, crazy they- they definitely doing too little, but also um, as users of these platforms, we should also report the uh, all these comments, and we can help get them taken down. That's the best we can do, and and call yeah. out the people that do it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I also I also think like for, or like it's or like no one should follow or like no one should like or no one should basically basically like hype up a, a racist comment, regardless of if. Like for example, my native fan actually like racially abuses. Maybe we're playing Arsenal and maybe Saka scores against us. Like maybe a my native fan racially abuses Bukayo Saka. Like I'm not supposed to be like cheering him because he's a my native fan, but I'm supposed to be actually like reporting him because he's 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 actually spreading hate online. Is is spreading obviously his negative energy and thoughts and everything. And obviously would it's like diversity is everything in the world now. And especially race, uh, race diversity is, is is key, like going forward, and that obviously needs to stay in the past. Mm. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, but I, I, the, I, I, but the yeah, go on. UK and most fan bases is white dominated, so there's still gonna be a lot of racism, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's crazy, and obviously, like, like obviously, you're you're from South Africa. You're in South Africa, and we we have we've had crazy cases of racism in South Africa. How how is how is the perspective from from the South African side? Like, obviously, we've had the countries like basically seventy percent um, white white owned whitely owned or something uh, along those lines, and obviously, um, there are obviously multiple races obviously in South Africa now, but. Have, have you ever experienced racism in person? Because I know I've, I have experienced it online, but have you ever, have you ever experienced it in South Africa? Um, well, not really personally, but it is obviously a massive issue here, uh, given the country's um, history with apartheid and that. Uh, mm-hmm. But yes, it is true uh, that uh, whites in this country do own most of the wealth, uh, even though... Uh, they are still like a very small percentage of our population. Um, and there still is uh, modern racism here. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
in sports, uh, like uh, in comment sections, you you will still find it. I think you'll still find it everywhere in the world, all over the internet. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just a worldwide problem. There's just bad people in the world, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. And obviously, um, the, uh, the 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 DSTV Premiership used to be the ABSA Premiership. I almost say the ABSA Premiership. Obviously, the, the DSTV Premiership, I think it's it's the, the biggest football um, league in, in Africa. Um, is, it, is it majority owned by, by white people or majority owned by black people? Um, it's, it's probably majority owned by white people. I don't know the exact mm-hmm. statistics, but yeah, most of this country is owned by them. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, that isn't, in terms of audience, that sport, uh, the the football year isn't mostly watched by white people, so there isn't really incidents of racism there, but but you will find it in the white dominated sports, like rugby and cricket like, um, you know they would call players of colour quota players and things like that Yeah Yeah, yeah, that's sad, and obviously cricket for you is massive, I know cricket for South Africa is incredible, obviously you guys just won the World Cup and for you as well, I think I think you're 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 basically of Asian descent. Were you born in South Africa? Yes, I was born in South Africa. Yeah, yeah, like of Asian descent, um, Indian descent. Indian Indian is Indian Asian. I think Indian is Asian. Yeah, yeah, Indian. It, it does fall under Asia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. Obviously, like it's it's. It's, it's it's different for you obviously because um but it's almost similar in a way because like people obviously you're maybe like in a in a little bit of a tight spot because maybe the maybe you, the people the black people don't 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 I'm 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 not putting words in your mouth here but like maybe maybe black people don't don't recognize you as as part of their own and maybe white people don't I'm not I'm not sure what your experience is but maybe you can clarify on it Well look uh I'm still a person of color, so yeah. there are people that don't like persons of color. But you are unlikely to be discriminated against by, you know, one of your own. Um, yeah. Mostly by, I would say, a white person in the okay. reoccurrence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and like I've, I've like obviously I've seen I've seen videos I've seen I've seen movies. Um, Cape Town is is such a beautiful town and and a beautiful city. And hopefully, 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 we can get, we can travel there. Hopefully, one day, inshallah, and see the mountains with the clouds and everything. Yeah, definitely come visit. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful uh, city, Cape Town. What's the two? Uh, yeah, definitely come by. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I used to, like back in the days. I used to know rappers from there, but like, see, like nowadays, I, it's it's, a, it's different. Obviously, I'm covering sports twenty four seven, so it's it's tough to actually keep up with music and everything. But um, this 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 was actually incredible. Have you have you ever been to Kenya? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, I'll but... fly somewhere via the. I don't know in the future what will happen yeah yeah inshallah like like coming like obviously every every african country has a, has a different experience and i'm i'm close i'm close to uganda obviously and like i was thinking maybe maybe i'd get a chance to visit um there maybe next year and hopefully hopefully like we 
like to our, our continent because like most africans never never get outside their countries and like just to the entire with the way the world's going and there's a, a bunch of experiences obviously things to see and like keeping an open mind with the, with the entire world and how everything is going maybe we we change the trend and people can actually visit other countries or like make content or like collaborate with other countries and like just basically boost the entire the entire continent overall yes uh but yeah uh, for them to do that they would need an uh you know you'd need more income to travel and that unfortunately many african countries are disadvantaged uh due to colonization and things like that in the past yeah 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 100% obviously and obviously the leadership that we have also doesn't help because every african country struggles with leadership yeah corrupt politicians and things like that yes regarding sports and we just segued there to basically the, the entire today our existence in africa but um this this has been incredible hassan um thank you for coming on thank you um for the opportunity okay um i'll i'll, I'll talk to you soon and hopefully you can do this again Yeah that was the football show with Hassan Nathan Sir Alex Fag Hassan on Twitter um following on Twitter at Hassan Nathan obviously um a, a friend from South Africa and it's a great conversation obviously I hope you guys really enjoyed it I hope you guys obviously saw the different perspective um between Kenya and and South Africa and to you guys that listen to the podcast obviously from all over the world thank you guys for listening and um we'll see you guys in the next one peace